Hey, hey, welcome back to the All In Entrepreneur Podcast with Carlos Reyes, Mr. Alex Sainz, my business partner. Uh, today we got a special, special person here in the studio with us, and uh, we're going to talk more about that, but you know what? Here, if this doesn't hook you, then I don't know what will. This episode today, guys, is called From Homeless to Six Figures, and uh, man, I can't wait to get into the depth of of the entire, the it's the story for its entirety, from start, where, you know, how we met to where you are today and, and where your, your family is today. Um, so, guys, this is a true underdog story here, and, and you definitely want to stick around for this one. But, again, my name is Carlos Reyes. I am uh, one of the three owners of allinnation.com. Um, and if you want to introduce yourself, sir. Yeah, guys, welcome to another episode. Alex Sines, 25-year-old real estate entrepreneur, and uh, just excited for another episode. Uh, this one means a lot to us uh, because we've witnessed the the upbringing and the upcoming uh, and the journey of Mr. Pat Hilton. So without further ado, I mean, let's dive into it. Let's get it. Mr. Pat Hilton. Oh, man, you're already in your heart, aren't you? Hey, uh, you guys are going to make me cry like the first You're already minute. in your heart. But you know what? I love that. Yeah, yeah. I love that because I feel like more people... Um, more men specifically need to be in their hearts we're we're so afraid to show emotion yeah you know and emotion is, is now that i've i'm older right it's it's such yeah. a beautiful thing i know you have a lot to say about it's emotion. powerful yeah it's powerful you just got to soak it in how are you feeling i'm good so uh, i'm here with some clients many of you have heard me on their stages before and uh kind of left my voice at uh one of the scottsdale old town clubs the other night drinking that Fiji water as most of you know I was a uh, I was a chemical abuser for a long time uh, playing bar corners and I've been sober for over three years so uh, you know even no, that oh, oh, even can that we, VIP water ahead? service can't save the voice when you're wilding out did you guys hear that guys <laughs> three years sober. three years yeah. man three years and, and, yeah. and you know man I can't this is gonna be a fun podcast right <sighs> my um my father was an alcoholic for a very long time and it's hard. Uh, you know my father was the type of person that's why my mother left my father when i was you know three three to four years old was because he would come home um you know drunk out of his mind yeah and uh, you know he was abusive too he was abusive to my mother and he was abusive to us and uh and we you know we fled from him we had to leave an entire city we went down south uh an hour and a half to my grandma's house because he was an alcoholic. So, wow. um, I, I know, you know, I, I have, I have uncles that are still dealing with alcoholism. Um, so that's why for me, it's like, man, I got to commend you on, it's not, I'll tell you this, ready? One of my best friends that I grew up with, I've known him. He's, he's from, he's from where I'm from. I'm from Mexico. I'm a small little town in Mexico. He's from the same place. Uh, we are both, we're, we both here, we reside here in Phoenix, Arizona now, and uh, we met in the seventh grade, right? We didn't know that we were like how small the world is. Like, dude, you're from there. I'm from there, right? Right. It's crazy. Um, as an adult, um, he he has had his fair share of challenges with alcoholism, and this is what he told me. He's like, brother, I used to attend all these different like meetings, right? Like with different uh, abusers, substance abusers, you know, al alcohol abusers. And he said that the people that were addicted to drugs would actually feel sorry for him. You want to know why? He said, he said, I don't understand that. He didn't understand. That. He says, man, you know, when I told the drug, the, the coke addict and the meth addict 
that I was an al- that I was an alcoholic, they said, "Hell, man, I'm so sorry to hear that." And he was like, "What? You guys are, you one of you is shooting and the other one is snorting, and, right? Right?" And and even the gambler told him the same thing. He's like, "Yeah, bro, but he's like, you have temptation everywhere, mm-hmm. every day, every corner." He's like, "It's yeah. not easy to just hit somebody up. Hey, man, can you bring an eight ball of coke?" Yeah. Right. Hey, man, can you bring some smack or like, you know, some meth over? It's not right. easy. You know, you you can literally be walking down the street and there's al- alcohol is everywhere. Yeah. Temptation is everywhere. So people don't understand this, but alcoholism might be the most difficult thing to actually bounce back from. What do yeah. you what do you have to say about um, that? I would agree with that. I think that uh, for me, cannabis was a struggle because um, the thing about getting substances is that when you want to get high you start to surround yourself with people that can help you get high you start to surround yourself with people that can help you get a guitar gig to just barely pay the bills but gets you drunk enough to feed that that fiend inside you and so um that really held me back was the circles that i was running in because uh it's just we all know that I, I had a lot of talent, but I lacked the um, support system when it came to business-minded people that could help me use my talents to like really impact people. And it was when I started to impact people that I started to really monetize my skills. But when I was just doing it to be funny or just doing it to be goofy or just doing it to entertain people, I was kind of like, you know, the Joker card. Well, I don't know if we can really play this card because it's just so out there and it's it's high and it's drunk and it's loud and it's obnoxious. I'm clearly loud and obnoxious or, or I would have my voice. We were loud and obnoxious the other night, but it's within reason now. And if I wasn't trying to talk business with people over Meek Mill the other night, I'd still have my voice. But I'm there to make <laughs> things happen for it. myself and for my it. family. And so when I walk into these situations now, it's a completely different environment from my mindset than it was three or four years ago. I can Alex and I, we've, we've popped off a couple times here in Scottsdale and whatever. Yeah. And I just go and I just have my, my water and stuff. My, my wife drinks and has fun with the girls and stuff. But I know, because I made a commitment, that I just can't use any kind of chemicals in my body anymore. I love it doesn't that. work with my brain. And, how, and I learned this all the hard way. How strong, how strong do you have to be you're literally putting yourself in a situation, you know, where it's fun. for the greater good, of course, right? right? Because it's part of entrepreneurship, right? Yeah. Mingling, having a few drinks, eating food, whatever, right? Right. It's part of the the gig, you know, and um, it comes with the territory. And, it does. And, and, and you're out there, like, what's all around you in a club, right? Well, yeah, it's booze, and I know uh, from experience the result that I got when I put it in my body. And it's just like I know what the result that I got was when I was just the bar corner singer guy. And and a lot of people see me say this stuff now and they're like, oh man, well, d- did you quit on that dream? Did you give up? Because you said you never would. And it's like, dude. Your huh? dream is better. Your dream is, is, is actually Way better. bigger and better than ever. I'm still entertaining people for a living. I run a media agency, so I'm able to make videos for a living. I'm a sponsored influencer with a clothing company. I love it. It's amazing. I, I speak at Ricardo's events. I speak Our at your events. events. And, and we, you know how we, you know the standards we have. And people uh, come up to me after these events, and they're like, "Dude, not only is your energy awesome and your message is awesome, but like, dude, 
you let that yeah. place up and I'm different because of it. I can't think of a better person to actually, at least speaking to, to, us, to, yeah, to run host, and host, yeah. to host our events the way you do, because you know, the way that we operate, right. Yeah. What, what makes our community different from everybody else's Integrity. community, that and the energy, the, you know, the energy that comes from Alex, Sal, myself, we really do care. We're genuine people, you know, and, and we handle ourselves with a set core, you know, set group of core values and principles. And, and you align with every single thing that we do. And that's why I can never imagine doing an event without you being there. And you know this, right? Yeah. And, you know, we're going to go back. Man, there's so much to talk about. Where do we start? Well, we right? were just talking yeah. about uh, how incredible this new office is Thank and you. how when I first met you guys, um, I offered to perform at your event with the guitar for free. I met you through Ryan Harper at the uh, meetup in Texas. I had just moved to Texas. Yep, 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 and yep. I met you and uh, Alex and Brittany. You were rocking out. And I was rocking out, yeah, and uh, rocking Ryan uh, and Donovan actually have me emceeing their meetups now starting in January, so those guys still Amazing. are putting me on. Because there's nobody better in the space. There's so, nobody better in the space. <laughs> it's been awesome to watch. I mean, it's been awesome to watch. But, yeah, I mean, it brings tears to my eyes, man, because people said it was impossible. You'll never play at Grant Cardone's event. Yeah. People fucking told me that, dude. <sighs> And I did it. So, you know what the fuck is up? <laughs> That's right. Hey. That's right. <laughs> but I feel like we have to have a little bit of that killer instinct. It's 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 not cockiness. It's when you back it up and you call your shots and you make it happen, all you're doing is visualizing the result and then executing. So, uh, what's what's cocky about that? What's cocky about saying we're going to have a million dollar month in wholesaling and then going out and doing it? Yep. Like you said, we didn't see any hate on that picture the other day. None. No. Because you've put it in your mind. This is where we're going as a brand. This is where we're going as a company. You've lived it with the people that you've brought in. And, and now here we are. And, and you know what? Um, like I said, the, the first time that I ever ran across you, I think you were still dealing with some alcohol issues. Probably. You, you and, uh, you and uh, the uh, the mobile, the, the MF, the, the mother. A mobile guy, right? Corey Thompson. Yep, yeah, Corey. So you and him. Hey, Corey um, put me on. Corey's a real dude. Corey put I me love, on. I love Corey Thompson. Yeah, I love Corey. Number respect for him and uh, everything that he does out in Texas. The first time I ran across you, I was just swipe. I was just scrolling through the feed on Facebook. Yep. And I'm like, who is this? Talking about the Lambo, the Lambo Guru video. Yeah. No, 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 no. That's that's like that's the first that's time I later. saw you. Yeah. Are you serious? Yeah. That was right around the that same was, time. No, 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 no. I ran in. I ran into you, brother. Similar, I think yeah. like 20, 2016 or seventeen. Oh, I was definitely like you still were. Drinking. You had like this little. <laughs> I was definitely yeah. still drinking. So you had the, the like this little thing that you would do from like your room. You would broadcast from your room yeah, in a, with in a the corner. Guitar. Yeah, and then and then Corey would hop on constantly yeah. on Facebook. It was just Facebook at that time, right? Right. So I'm scrolling, and you reminded me. Uh, I don't want to say this, but kind of like a Chris Farley guy. Yeah, yeah, right? I get that. But you like your energy was so just man, like vibing and attracting. Even yeah. though if you were dealing with alcohol issues or not, but I'm like, who is this guy? You know, I would like to go back to the first message I might have sent you like four right. or five years ago. You know what? You're even with all that going on, like your energy attracted me to you. And then I just kind of started keeping track of whatever it is right. that you were doing. Right. And then come 2017, 2018, 
uh that's when i think you made the the guru you were in vegas i think yeah and you were like what What was it what, what, what it you? went viral so, on Facebook. it went viral yeah. yeah what did you say so i played that grant cardone 10x event in 2018 mm -hmm. oh you were in vegas and so a couple months later i was at sean whalen's event i played guitar at his event and that was when i had first started getting sober um in fact dude because Sean would fucking call me out if I didn't go 100%. So I got stopped in my car and I got, I got a, uh, I got busted for alcohol. I was drinking and driving and I had an in Vegas in California. When I did that video, I had an ankle bracelet on. I was being monitored by the state of California. I've never told this I've story never, on camera. Well, I've never. Been, I had uh, an ankle bracelet on that was monitoring my sobriety from the state of California. So I'm telling you guys this because this is how much trouble you can get in if you allow these chemicals to to if you try to hide and suppress your emotion with these chemicals, it, you will eventually get caught by the legal system. You can't run. And so I played that event with an ankle bracelet on for Sean. And I had to run a little monitor in my hotel room to the state so that they could monitor my sobriety. So that's Jeez. why I'm so serious about being sober because it almost ruined my life. Everything I almost you have lost now. everything. Your wife, your babies. I don't even yeah. talk about that, but I, it, it's that's the real truth. Absolutely. Absolutely. And it was my second offense. Well, was that wow. that was your last? last I've never one. drank since uh, September of 2018. Beautiful. Well. Um, it's the truth. I, I remember shortly after that whole situation, uh, we were throwing a momentum, yeah. and, then, and 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 you ch we changed the dates. Remember, we changed the dates yeah. changed, and you still flew out here because you had a uh, you know you paid a few hundred dollars for a seat, uh, a ticket, uh, your own plane ticket at that time, yeah. right? Yeah. And man, I'll tell you what, man, I will never forget this. You you were here. You were at our old office, yeah. Copper Point. And you had brought for food um, a bunch of protein bars. Yeah. And when you told me that, you know, and, and you know what's crazy, man, like your perseverance, right? Because you would have never thought that he was going through that struggle, correct? Yeah, your, ener we were your energy videos was- videos outside. Was, yeah, that? you're having you're having fun. So, but. yeah. So walk, walk us through that scenario because that's when our, that, I feel like that's when our relationship really sparked. So, so that's why I brought up the real truth there because people always ask me, well, how'd you get sober? And did you just make a decision to quit drinking? It's like, no, I hit 100% rock bottom. I did the 10X event. Um, I met uh, who's now my mentor today, Rachel Peterson, who is a recovering alcoholic. She was a single mom uh, and is a recovering alcoholic who built a seven figure social media agency. Amazing. And she's kind of taken me under her wing the last few years and helped me scale and get good at uh, Much love doing to her. What man. I really no. need to do on camera. So shout out to her. Thank you. Uh, her and her husband, Paul. And um, I was like, listen, I I've got to get sober. I'm going to ruin my life. And so those meetings, I've sat through a lot of those. Yeah. And what I realized was that my brain chemistry is actually very similar to when people say the Chris Farleys or the Robin Williams or the Jay Leno's or the um, whoever you can think of, the Brad Pitts or the Denzel's, whoever your favorite person is, the Muhammad Ali's, they're all wired this way. 
you've mentioned this too, that you've struggled with some very heavy emotional anxiety. Mm-hmm. And this is all related to the way that our brain matter works. And so um, when you try to suppress that uh, that natural hyperactivity or anxiety with chemicals, what you do is you're, you're banging that like positivity center, that reward center of your brain, and your body needs more and more and more and more and more and more of it. And so when I stopped doing those chemicals, what I realized was that that, that, that brain matter was was so overrun that it kind of repaired itself. And so the things that I really loved doing, like performing, became so much more amplified and so much more positive Mm. and impactful and meaningful for me every time that I did them because there was nothing holding me back from the natural God-given response that, in my opinion, I was put on this planet to do. And so when you guys met me, uh, like I said, at the old Copper Point office, and we were doing all those funny videos and stuff, I mean, there was a lot of chemistry there because I think personally that I had already played all those events and I was still hiding all of these things and not being truthful with myself about uh, letting go of those old addictions and moving into this new age, you know, digital entrepreneur era of my career. And I think that God stepped in and ended that for me. Mm hmm and said, now you have no choice but to leave this behind, to leave these bar corners behind, and to to start from where you're at, the commitment that you made that you're gonna build a real business, and leave this solopreneur getting drunk and being a goofball behind, and take that personality and don't leave it, don't quit, but pivot into building a real company. And and that's what happened, that's where we are today. And you know, I'll tell you this, for anybody out there- I think God there- stepped in. Anybody out there that's listening, um, I, there's not a lot of people that I can vouch for, you know, but you, would you say you're, Pat's one of the integrity wise and, and oh, yeah. like, yeah. like Wholesome. you're, 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 yeah. you're an amazing, amazing, uh, human being brother. And like mm-hmm. the love has always been genuine, you know, you right. know that, you know that for a fact for years now. And, and that's why we, you know, we, we do, we rock with you, man. We rock yeah. with you, you know? And that, that's what started to happen was. You know, all those doubts that you have of, are people really going to like me? You know, we all have that stuff, guys. So if you're out there and you're like, oh, man, I'm so real. I don't care what anybody thinks. Like on your Facebook, like hashtag, I don't care. Like you're literally (laughs) posting that you don't care about what people think so that you can get people to like the fact that you don't care what people think. So let's just calm it down. We all have that. I have that, too. Uh, I didn't try and play Grant Cardone's 10X event because I didn't care what people think. I do want people to look at what I do and like it. I do want people to be positively impacted by what I do. And I do want to bring something unique to the table. And I think that Uh, Like I said, God stepped in and said, you've put in all this work to meet all these people, to make all these big moves. But now, um, you know, in the words of Brad Lee, probably the most important lesson I ever learned was sometimes you have to set stuff down to pick up what's going to get you to the next level because you're still holding on to all of this, man. Yeah. Remember calling him after that happened. Mm -hmm. You're holding on to all of it. He's got like five and he says it on all his videos, too. He's had the same situation as me five times, two times more than me. And he's like, listen, I've been through it, lost my license, lost marriages, lost millions of dollars. And you have got to understand that that stuff happens for a reason so that you can let go of that to pick up what's next. Love it. And you start telling your story. When you went up on stage at 10X and told your story, it's the best part of your whole performance. 
like you didn't like the song? It's like, <laughs> that's not what I said. What I said was the story of how you marketed yourself onto that stage, that is what you need to sell and you need to bring out the hero in other people. And when I uh, implemented that into my business strategy, that's when it blew up. I love that. That's when it blew up. And we, man, it's been amazing to see your journey, you know, from scratch, by the way. Right. You know, it's been amazing to see your journey. Because that was a hard time when I met so you guys. Let, let, let's go back to what, that. What, yeah, what uh, what was keeping you going in that moment? And how are you How are you paying the bills? I mean, you have a family, you yeah. know, during this time. Like... So, uh, so Ryan Harper got me a gig doing uh, voiceover intros for a podcast that he was running in real estate. And then... Um, I did some songs and freelance stuff just to kind of build it up. Um, I was running some podcast stuff for Corey. Um, those were my first three people, Ryan Harper, Kelly Smith, and Corey Thompson. And I always remember that because it's like, man, I had no leverage in this new venture. And I, and I couldn't go back to the bars, number one, because I couldn't drive a car. <laughs> How the hell was I even going to get there? So your primary source before Be that was uh, bar play, playing at bars. Dude, and... for 15 straight years. Since I was 20 to till I was 35, wow. I played bar gigs seven nights a week. Talk about not giving wow. up on a dream. Man. So never a corporate job, never nothing Dude, like that. Dude, that's it. I mean, I worked like for an audio company, but we like tour over the summer. And then once touring season's over... I was driving around in my van playing gigs with MTV guys and, you know, Afro man. Did, didn't and, you do uh, some work with Madonna's team or something? So yeah. when I first graduated from school out here in Arizona, I went to the Conservatory of Recording Arts here in Arizona. Uh, I graduated in, um, I, I think, like 2003. So I graduated high school in 01, old school. And then um, that was like a couple year program or whatever. And so once I graduated, I moved to Vegas and I worked for Production Resource Group. And so we toured around and did tours for, you know, Elton John and Madonna, Tom Petty and the Heartbreakers, you know, the big guys, uh, rock legends and stuff like that. But uh, I got to a certain point, you know, what we call the cap in entrepreneur world. There was a cap on how much money I could make, how many uh, upward positions there were for me uh, to advance in the company. Right. And when I was a, produ a young production manager, a, a young legend like yourself, Alex, um, I realized that I, I can only go so far. I mean, 250 bucks a day times, you know, X amount of gigs per year, and then either work in the warehouse or work at Wendy's. Like, I can't keep doing this forever. I can't support. You work at Wendy's? No, but it was either work at the warehouse for 10 bucks an hour or work at the fast food shop. Because I didn't want to work at the warehouse. So I started booking my own acoustic gigs, making 100 200 bucks a night, which was way more worth my time. You were just time. surviving at that point, right? But I wasn't thriving. It's like yeah. you said at that event, for so many years, I was surviving and not thriving. I mean, I slept on people's floors. I slept in my van. I played uh, in the corner of farmer's markets on the street in California for $40. Wow. And that was when I was like 33 or 34 years old. People were like, dude, when are you going to give this thing up? <laughs> like even yeah. my dad, who's a nice guy, always supported me, sent me to that school. You know, he's an accountant. So of course he paid in cash because accountants don't do debt. <laughs> yeah. And he's like, dude, what the what the hell are you doing? Yeah. You're blowing it. And I'm like, nah, dad, dude. There's a plan. Mm -hmm. So it's just I've been called to do this. All right. Well, your calling's got you sleeping on floors. You know how dads are. Or my dad was, at least. 
I've talked to you about this. Yep. You're sleeping on floors, broke, and not making any money. You can barely afford the rent. You let you know, but you can't do anything. It's hard to have conversations with successful people when they're your parent. Jeez. Yeah. And their clients are all star baseball players and working for the big partnership CPA, old school. My sisters are like doctors and stuff at WashU. I'm sleeping on floors. I'm like, oh, it's gonna work, man. It's gonna work. God told me it's gonna work. Mm. Well, you might want to call God again. Mm. <laughs> you looked like you were pretty stoned at Thanksgiving. <laughs> so but, so it looked like all that led up to just a bunch of pain. So all of that led up to, I, I finally got on all those entrepreneur events. Um, like I said, Matt Grant, Brad Lee, Gary Vaynerchuk, Rachel Peterson, all the people that I wanted to meet, I had finally met. But I still had the same habits, dude. I was still playing in the same corners around the same people. Um, and I remember this guy, Paul Hennessy in, uh, in California, I was so rowdy in his corners, other people wouldn't even hire me. Fortunately, he owned like 17 bars. So I eventually only played at Hennessy's bars. And he used to tell me, he's like, man, I see all that stuff you post, man. There's going to be a day where you call me and you're like, I can't do this anymore because I know you're destined for bigger things. That There's always that one person that you meet that like is the bridge, like the bridge is the gap from you to everybody else. Paul was that. For years in California. Have you noticed that? It never would have worked without those gigs. As you continue to, to elevate, ascend, scale, you're always one connection away from the next. One. Right? It's like, it, it, have you noticed that? Like, it's like connection. It's so true. Next level. Connection, next level. You know so what I mean? So true. It's like people, it, like Sal yeah. says, it's, it's easier to pull somebody up than to push them up, you know? Yeah. And that connection always, you know, uh, lends a hand, pulls you up, and then it's like, okay, now what are you going to do yeah. with, with this, right? But, but I feel I feel like if you were still doing a lot of the habits, you probably wouldn't been, you wouldn't, you wouldn't have the awareness that that was, no. that was like the bridge to the new world. Yeah. Right? So a lot of people get stuck in their habits and their circumstance yeah but they don't realize like hey you do have that person that could elevate you yeah right. and i think that uh i became aware of that when that situation happened and i was facing you know you either drop these habits and you drop this environment or you're gonna lose everything and there were a few people i called um like i said one of them was ryan harper uh, one of them was my dad that conversation didn't go well and then uh one of them was um was Brad, Brad Lee. I remember calling him and being like, dude. How do you and Brad become such like good uh, friends? So I met Brad in the hallway when I when I invaded Cole Hatter and Sonia Hatter's event to That's close right. Grant Cardone in the hallway to get on the stage. And I mean, I was Did you get on the stage? hammered that night. You were hammered? Like hammered that? drunk. <laughs> My wife was pregnant. At Thrive? Yeah, I was drunk. The complete opposite of what they stand for, by the way. Tough Make, luck. Making money matter. <laughs> listen, making listen, booze matter. I right? apologize to Sonia and Cole for this later on, okay. but I had to do what I had to do for my family. I don't feel bad about it, okay? Because I can't change it. But there's going to be a day where I will MC that event. You won't be able to tell me no because I'm gonna get so good at this that you're not gonna be able to say no to Pat Hilton hosting the Thrive event. And here's why. Because if, if, if they want to make money matter, that means that I have to live the values of making money matter, right? Mm -hmm. So um, 
I sure as hell made the money matter from the gig at Hennessy's when I when I drove overnight to follow up with Grant Cardone in the hallway. And, um, you know, I'm not afraid to admit these things anymore. But, you know, I was drinking that day. My wife was pregnant, probably not very smart. This was before all this happened. Those habits were following me everywhere. And dude, I was like, dude, let's let's go crash this place. We're going to close Grant Cardone in the hallway. And my wife was just like, dude, whatever. If, if you're going down, I'm going down with you. You know what? And so we literally went to the Hard Rock Cafe or Hard Rock, uh, Hard Rock Hotel and went to that event and they had bracelets. I found the bracelets from my fr- friend Frank Sell, gave me his bracelet and I put it on and snuck past security Ocean's Eleven style and closed Grant Cardone in the hallway and then left. I didn't bother anybody, but I had to do what I had to do. Right? What did that pitch look That's like? That's what it takes, man. That picture? No, the pitch to uh, Grant. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. so, so here's what I did. So I messaged his wife uh, beforehand, Elena. Elena, because she was the one who got my music videos in front of him in the first place. So he had been sharing my stuff for months and months and months, guys. This wasn't just like so you're putting content out on a social random media. assault. <laughs> yeah. You were you're like, putting content out on social right. media. I'm putting content out on social media. He's uploading it on his page. I'm in, in contact with his wife. And in my head, I know I'm just going to be a drunk clown forever if I don't make a shift. I knew what I was doing, right? And so uh, I, I pitched and pitched and called the office and talked to Sherry Hamilton and talked to Steve Spray and talked to, you know, all these people. I mean, they have an office in Scottsdale now. Yep. So it's like all these people I'm pitching and I'm pitching and pitching Jared Glant, all these people. And I just can't get the deal done. And this thing, I'm telling you, I closed my eyes one night and I was at that bar gig and I'm like, man, just, just send me a sign. And I woke up the next morning and there was an ad on my Facebook page that said, Elena's speaking at Thrive in Vegas. I didn't even know what it was. I'm like, Thrive in Vegas? We're busting the doors down. I'm closing this guy face to face. I have a thousand percent batting average face to face with closing. I never get told no. I've closed Tom Petty. I've closed Madonna. I've closed Elton John. Line him up. Let's go. And so we showed up and I told him the truth. You can probably smell booze on my breath told him the truth listen man i i am a bar corner performer a little snuck in found him i'm a bar corner performer i messaged your wife earlier told her i was going to pitch you she told me cool you were conscious like even though you were hammered i was ready yeah no i'm saying but like were you like a functioning alcoholic when you're like that you practice drunk constantly hours and (laughs) hours and hours and hours you practice to the point where people think you're awesome they tell you how awesome you are. They buy you stuff and tell you how cool you are. So you think it's normal. You're almost in like some kind of mental denial that you have an issue. Mm. Because you get so good at people telling you you're awesome, being this, this chemically induced thing that you don't think you can do you without it. I think that this is why a lot of musicians, artists, um, famous comedians Actors. end up dead. No, no. Wow. Because they think they can't perform without it. Yeah. When in reality, I'm way better now than I ever was under the influence of any of that stuff. Mm-hmm. So I showed up at this joint. And again, I'm keeping it way too hundred. Uh, I showed up at this joint, closed him in the hallway. He gave me the gig. And then I went and I performed that gig. And that's where I met Brad in that hallway. But, but the pitch, what did you tell Grant? So I showed up. Okay, so I showed up in did, the hallway, mm. and I said, hey, you know, uh, Grant, Grant, you know, I, I was hiding behind a pillar. 
like like James Bond. I'm like <laughs> hiding behind this pillar in the hallway. And I'm like waiting for him to come out and I can see him. And he's he's such an amateur at that point. He would give away his location. He'd be like, yeah, I'm here with Todd. If you're a real hustler, come on, find me in the in the hallway or something. Come on, give me your pitch, man. Come on, man. If you're a real hungry hustler, come on. He doesn't do that anymore because that it's night big now, he man. got stonewalled by the champ. Um, so what <laughs> happened was I'm hiding behind the pillar. He's giving me when he's going to come out the door. He's literally giving me the information. I used to work backstage for everybody. I know how to maneuver. Wow. So once he comes out the door, I can see him in the corner of my eye. And as he starts walking, I like flip out from behind the pillar like James Bond. And I'm like, Grant, what's up? It's the Jingle Man from Instagram. I talked to your wife earlier about talking to you about finalizing our agreement with me performing at the lunch break at 10X Growth Conference. I want to finalize what we talked about in our Instagram and, and make sure that we confirm this right now. Yeah, 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 I know who you are. You're the Jingle Man, yeah, from Instagram. You knew who I was. And I'm like, yeah, man. I'm like, so what do we need to do? To, what do I need to do to get a yes? That Pat Hilton, the guy who nobody said could do it, is performing a 10X Growth Conference, the biggest, best event on the planet. Because if you really believe, this is, I think, where I called him. If you really believe in hungry hustlers and you're really getting on your thing and saying, I support the hungry hustlers, if you want it bad enough, you'll get it. If you feed the beast and 10x your life, it's going to work. He's standing right in front of you right now. My wife's pregnant. She's in the hallway. This place is a smoke fest. And I need this deal to change my life from a bar performer to a six-figure entrepreneur. This is going to give me the social proof that I need to show people that they can market themselves on the biggest stages on the planet. I need a yes. And by, you that, said all that? by that point, Elena had walked up to us and she gave him what I call the look. He's like, mm, that look where your wife looks at you and like, she's you like, better, yeah. No, You're not right. telling this guy no. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, you got the gig. The jingle man at lunch break. And I'm like, boom. That's it. I love That's it. That's it. He hired you, and this was what Brad told me later, years later. He hired you to do that gig because of you, dude. You didn't have a guitar. There was nothing entertaining about it. It's Your no whole other representatives. life yeah. was on the line that day. Yeah. That's why you got the gig. That's what you sell the marketplace. Yep. If you're willing to really go yep. all the way, put 15 years into your craft, you could be on the biggest stages on the planet. You know. And he didn't tell me that until after I played. Him, Jared Glant, Sandy Glant, a couple other people were backstage when I walked off the stage. And, and that was when we had that conversation. It's, Those people changed my life. Let, let me. Let 100%. Me. Let me share this with you guys, and I don't think I've shared this with you. I haven't. But if you ask Danny uh, and you ask Patrick, um, I actually told I told them that for me, um, Thrive, speaking at the speaking at the Thrive stage, you know, a few weeks ago mm -hmm. in Vegas, to me that was like a game seven. Yeah, that was for, big. that was big so for you. What you went through, right? I if you ask them, you have you asked my my team, right? I said, hey guys. This I knew what was on the line like before this was and can you imagine the pressure right yeah. like I got a funny part to this but go yeah. I got a funny thing I, about when I walked on stage yeah at 10X, so who I saw I, I knew what was on the line like I I didn't share that with anybody I didn't call Alex or call Sal or 
I think my wife and my team were the only people that knew. I didn't even tell Cody, you know, and Cody put me on that stage, right? What Cody, was it? Cody Sperber. That I knew what was on the line. I knew that that, that was going to uh, catapult me to the next level or it was going to set me back, you know? You killed that speech because I watched it live on Thank your you. Instagram. Thank you, brother. Where's Danielle at? Right here. Oh, okay. Yeah. Hey, thanks for putting that up. I think she's here somewhere. Oh, she's over there. She's pregnant in the back. But But, uh, dude, it was so good that she did that because it allowed, and this goes back to what you were saying, it allowed your audience members like myself to get that inside glimpse of how hard you worked for that moment. That that's what I was. I'm I'm relating to you. We all got to feel that with. I was like in my office watching that, like crying. Really? My my kid came in and was like, "Daddy, are you okay?" (laughs) Are you faking? Because like sometimes I like fake cry when they don't want to give me a hug or something. Well, I'm like, no, dude, daddy's uh, friends really changing people's lives. Thank you, brother. You know what's crazy, man? I prepared so hard for that. I could tell. People don't know. People don't know. Like I've seen you speak. They don't know. Like they don't know what I had to go through to prepare mentally, spiritually, you know, and physically. You asked, uh, I think I was sharing a room with my brother-in-law. He came out for more support the day I of, saw Adrian right? backstage. Um, I, uh, you know, that morning I got up at 6. My my thing was, uh, I think I would speak around 10, 10, 10. I got up and I started doing, you know, like sit uh, 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 squats and like I and I ordered my green juice. I meditated. My coach, yeah, I don't know if you saw, my, my coach did like a whole 30-minute meditation. I, man, I knew what was on the line. You know what I mean? That's what I'm trying to tell you. Like, I know what you're talking about. Yeah. There's, 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 I don't, have you ever been, have you been there yet where, where you know, like, you know, it's like, okay, this is huge. It could have been a deal. It could have been a deal. In the business. Right? Yeah. Right? Yeah. yeah. It could have been a stage. Like that moment you know? where you're like, once, there's once a lot this happens, on this. It, it's over. There's a, right? yeah, like, there's a lot in, riding in on In a good this. way. Like, yeah. There's a lot riding on this. And and you know what, man? People either step up to 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 those standards and those expectations, right? That pressure, yeah, or it's a lot. or excuse me, or they they do have a setback. And and this is for everybody out there to understand is I've always lived by this is one of the many 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 principles that I live by, right? It's kind of like an old saying. It's like when when preparation meets opportunity. Mm-hmm that equals success that equates to success and i feel like you may not know this but it, it, look at look at everything you did prior to 10x you worked the bars you worked back years. you worked backstage you knew how to get to grant you see doesn't isn't life always like this where yeah. you get all this training and when you're in the moment you don't even know right you you're like man it. this is terrible man i'm playing in bars and i'm you know i'm backstage doing this and this. you don't know what all that training is going to lead to all those tools all that you're gathering and all that led to that specific moment and then yep. that specific moment led to other specific moments and then those other specific moments led to like our specific moments where now you're rocking our stages right and then you know rocking our stages Freedom led to Vaynerchuk, Vaynerchuk, yeah, right? You which, see how it, it's all one big like infinity symbol. And right? I met I met Gary Vee at his book release in San Diego in like 2016, and I brought my speaker and I set up and I played for free, and that's how I met him. Did you make him a song? Um, I I did later for the wine text company that he has. I made a little jingle I for him. That, yeah. yeah, and he shared that. Uh, but uh, that's all going to come full circle too. And so um, I think that all this stuff, you guys, I mean, if you're out there and you've been putting in years 
and you know you've had a couple teeth knocked out um i would ask you to uh to watch the 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 12th round of tyson fury versus deontay wilder the first fight i remember it where tyson fury was the he was the champion of the world he beat vladimir klitschko which i don't know if you guys are big boxing freaks like me but the reason why i like that sport is because it's one-on-one you either win or you lose you can't blame it on your teammates. You can't blame it on the refs. You can't blame it on anybody. You either win or you lose. That's it. That's it. Yep. There's nobody, oh, Pippen had a bad game. No, 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 dude. And Tyson, you got beat. Tyson Fury had came back from anxiety and depression so and Tyson being overweight. Tyson Fury yeah. won the title against Vladimir Klitschko. Quick history. So he was the champion of everything. Best. And went into this crazy alcoholic drug-induced spiral of yep. depression retired from boxing gained 180 pounds was almost 450 pounds and got sober found god came back and fought the toughest guy the undefeated and he was knocking out with a everybody. higher a higher knockout ratio than anyone in the game including mike tyson and was winning the entire fight big time on the scorecards and was brutally knocked down in the last round and everyone thought it was over and the guy got back up like the undertaker i remember that yeah. like every single motivational guru page takes that knockdown he gets flattened and it like comes back up and the speaker's like and you will get knocked down but you will come back and if you fight back you shall succeed every guru page uses that because it's true we haven't used that one because it's true though i need to we, we we'd smack a little bit of the guru isms but the guru isms are true or they, or they wouldn't be on people's walls. It's true. I'm sure there are. Oh, there's. Right. Work, nobody cares. Work harder. Success is the best. It only begins. takes one yes for success. We're, I mean, we've said all these things on the show because they're true. And so anybody that you watch that's a champion, Muhammad Ali was stripped of his title. I remember. And came back and won it two more times. George Foreman. Beat George Foreman. Yeah. George Foreman was crushing people that he struggled against yeah and he put the guy away anybody that's anybody has dealt with the similar stuff to to any one of us i mean you being uh i mean i'm an immigrant too but like not in the way that you are it was a much more brutal process for you to get to where you are it, as a child coming up in the game mm -hmm. I, I mean i went to like private high school and played lacrosse Oh my God! So it's like, yeah, I had my struggles and stuff, and we're covering that here. But up until I was twenty, I was pretty spoiled. But once I wanted to do what I wanted to do, and I was willing to fight and die for it, boy, that fight showed up, didn't it? Well, once you sure make did. a commitment to, I want to do this, that fight's going to show up. It doesn't matter who's. It's going to show up. You had what? Fifteen years of failure. I mean, uh, I'm sorry. 15, 15 years, years of years lessons. Of struggle. 15 years of lessons. 15 years of struggle, I would call it. But I mean, I failed forward. So yeah, 15 years of of fighting and failing. You, People stole my songs. People stole uh, our. We were on tour. People stole our gear. Mm -hmm. People stole everything they possibly could from me, but they couldn't take my heart. Yeah. Yeah. That was the difference maker. Yeah. And so when it comes back to the thrive thing, I, I will do, I owe it to Cole and Sonia to make it now. Mm -hmm. I owe it to those people to produce at a high level so that I can come back to that place and bless that place. Cause I wouldn't be here. I mean, 
when I was about to go on stage at 10X, there's this guy standing there with his uh, flip-flops on and board shorts and like a, a, a wife beater. And I'm looking at him. And a lot, wife beater said like thrive, I think. And I'm like, wait a minute. That's the guy. That's the guy. And so I walked over to him right before I played because he knows everybody. Let's just be honest. And I'm like, dude, I'm so sorry that like I did what I did, you know. I feel like I kind of threw you guys under the bus to try and make this happen for myself. He's like, dude, it was awesome. You're going to kill this place. Who said like, that, Cole? Cole Hatter. That's right great. before I went on stage. He probably remembers that. I'm like, cool. <laughs> good, <laughs> Let's go. <laughs> good talk. Because, yeah. you know, haters, they're yeah. all in it for themselves. Yeah. I don't want to see anybody else do anything bigger than them or do anything else that they can't do or this or that or anything. That guy, knew, he had to know. This is the biggest thing this guy's ever done in his life. Mm. Everything's on the line for this guy. I want this guy to crush this place. Look at what he had to go through to get this. Yeah. I owe it to that guy to be as successful as possible so that I can come back and bless that place. Let's I owe it to those people, just Let like I owe it to you guys. You've, you've, you've made us extremely... We, 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 we you've bet had on, we, these situations we, too, though. We bet on the right horse, for sure. Um, over these past, you know, year or two with you, man, we've been on the right horse. Um, and now, you know, you're like, you're, let's talk about where you are now. Yeah. So right? all like, that stuff's happened in the past. And, well, hold on. We're not, we're not going to undermine all no, that I stuff, get right? It. Like, no, yeah. We're not going to undermine it. But let's, let's all talk, that stuff happened. Let's talk. And about, here we are. Let's talk about how your wife feels about you. My wife, Megan. Mm -hmm. So man, that's wild. So Megan's been watching the kids through this whole process. She never had uh, a weekend off ever. <laughs> so Megan never had a weekend off until you flew her to Momentum. She watches the kids 24 hours a day. Amazing. That's it. She quit her preschool job uh, shortly after all that stuff happened because I'm like, well, now I have to make this agency thing work. You, we don't make any money. We we have to find a way to use my skills to make any money. They're paying you freaking, like I said, like I made the comparison of Wendy's to working at the warehouse yeah. and the audio company. She was making, star. you might as well work at Starbucks because you're getting paid the same amount of money to wipe 30 kids' asses every day. You're worth so much more than that. Yeah. Stay home with the kids. Let's build this thing from the spare bedroom and I'll build this thing into an agency. Did she, did she believe that? Yeah. Man. Big time. But it took from late 2018 uh, when I quit all those bar gigs, I had to call that guy, Paul Hennessy, and have that conversation. Hey, man, I got I to gotta, um, quit all the gigs. I can't be there anymore. Um, but he told you this would happen. And I told him the truth, just like I told you guys the truth. And I've never told any of this ever before i kind of hide it a little bit still because it's so embarrassing and people judge people and stuff like that and but not not the right people but it's the truth exactly. and i told mm -hmm. him the truth i said man i got i got stopped coming out of the gig um i don't know how i'm gonna feed my kid you know we had a child at this point mm -hmm. i played all those big gigs you were the leverage for that but like i've got to let go of this because the people that i've met have told me i mean you've got to let go of that to build the next thing. You put yourself in a position to launch uh, an online company. 
You met all the right people. Now all you got to do is put the systems and the processes in place and put the people in place to help you do this. And it's going to work, man. Acoustic media. Acoustic force media. And the funny thing is, is that name, the acoustic force, that's what I called myself as a performer. I know. So that became the LLC. Yeah. And when I called my dad and I was like, dude, I need to make a, a business entity and all this kind of stuff. He's like, oh, you think? <laughs> He's been waiting, yeah. <laughs> well, uh, so you're going to need to file this and this and this and this. Why don't I take care of that for you? Oh. Why don't I handle that for you? That's very nice. You're going to need a business bank account. You're going to need a card so that you can file all your expense reports at the end of the year. You know, you're going to have to become a real business. What a novel concept. <laughs> He's just joshing me. On, on the phone yeah. call, I'm like, yeah, Dad, I know. This guy has a good sense of humor, doesn't he? He's savage. Um, and 99.9% .9 of the time, he's right. Yeah. So a hard, hard guy to, uh, to, to budge around because he's just, he's just not a dipshit. He's smart. Yeah. Deals with a lot of people's money. And that's probably part of the reason why I'm so honest is because I learned from someone who manages people's money you better be honest yeah you blow it one time with people's money you're done and you lose everything yeah you don't mess with people's money yeah you can mess with your money don't be messing with people's cash people's money wow 100 yeah. and that was when we were kids adamant no yeah. don't mess with people's money yeah. you protect everything you can yeah. when it comes to that because that's your job you want to help everyone you're around Make as much money as possible, and you'll never go hungry. Back to your wife and your kids. So my wife, uh, yeah, that that weekend that you uh, flew her out for Momentum was the first weekend she ever had off uh, in, in three and a half years since Ella was born. So we have two daughters. We have Ella and Annabelle, and um, that was the first weekend she ever got out of town to do anything. Did you have a good time? Oh, she had a great time. What, we, what, did she we almost to lost the... her voice just like I did the <laughs> other day. Yeah, <laughs> Hold on. Was that when we, we went to the steakhouse? So we went Where do to, we go for dinner? We went to the steakhouse, but she was out with the girls. She was okay. too cool for us that night. Was it the steakhouse we took everybody where it there was, was a pool in the middle? and Chris Rude and Mama Rude oh my God. eating dinner. That and was then a... it was Brittany and Jaden. You would not leave the table for some reason. What? You were stuck. Remember, you were in that corner. Well, I was like stuck in the corner. I mean, you guys no, no, got to no, understand. But, but the food their just kept. events are so packed that, like, the VIP. Everyone wants to be a VIP because the networking is so incredible. So your VIP is so sold to the gills. Se seven figure. There's nowhere to go. So where am I supposed to go? I always yeah. try to stay out of the way because I'm part of the event. I'm you just kept team. telling me how good the steak was. Oh, dude, I crush. <laughs> These guys know. The guys I'm with, they know I'll crush some food. I heard you uh you like bone marrow. Oh yeah, so that's some real wholesale guru stuff there, folks. <laughs> you know, good for the liver. Yeah. <laughs> that was yeah, that was a great night as well. That was good. But I mean I'm telling you guys, I mean, from uh from twenty nineteen to to going into twenty twenty two, um I took my business from barely paying the bills freelancing and stuff like this to implementing systems and processes a lot of it that i learned at your events i remember you, you i remember this conversation and building a team and creating delegating and delegating yep. mm -hmm. creating real service packages and i mean my guys they're making money right now and i'm making money um and your clients i i've seen i've seen here. i've seen some success i've seen a lot of i haven't seen one client that has not had 
success with yeah. what you provide because I feel like you know the insights so well of what hits and what doesn't yeah. hit. And you know your client. Being around the gurus. You know your client as well as anybody. So yeah. you, you have that personal feel with, right. with each client. Because, uh, because I do it myself. Again, another novel concept. When you really post on social media and you've had stuff, you know, flop and you've had stuff mm -hmm, slam, mm -hmm. you start to kind of understand how people can communicate their message within their given niche or within their given expertise. And, you know, one of our guys, Aaron Bevins, who's a graduate of your program, he's a, you know, yep. six figure wholesaler. Um, you know, he posts on TikTok, gets 330,000 views. Just the other day, uh, talking about a property, I paid this, um, you know, I got this, here's the insights, capital gains, this and that. He knows the business, so he, and he's good on camera, so he's able to utilize questions that people would ask about the given topic to become an expert in that space. Yeah. And so we're seeing so many results because it's based on what I actually did to become an expert in the space by going from bar corners to big stages. Yeah. What is it that you do as an agency like what what do you service like what like who's your typical client so our typical client a lot of the clients i've gotten around because of of you guys putting me on events so we do a lot of uh, real estate experts um we do a lot of influencers influencers um, business, really business owners business experts yeah. so yeah. i promote it as we we turn business experts into disruptive marketers because what i did yeah. to get grant's attention was disruptive marketing it was comedy skits with a guitar yep. with him pitching people at the end of the skit and so that's what got him his people's attention it made him look awesome and it was hilarious and so that's why he posted it so how can we help your audience get something out of the information that you give them in an entertaining way. Mm -hmm. So a lot of our customers, a lot of our clients have podcasts like Aaron does his stream like you guys do. So we're able to take long form content. Um, this is what we do. We take long form content and we chop it up for all your channels. So we take uh, a 30 minute interview where I either ask you questions and position you as an expert or a podcast or something like this. And we chop up the clips for TikTok, Pinterest, Facebook, Twitter, um, Instagram, LinkedIn, YouTube shorts, LinkedIn. LinkedIn, and we post it across all the different platforms. And we take those short clips and we, f we feed that into what's really hitting. And once we see, well, these three styles of videos hit really well, let's let's dive into more of those and we multiply that out. And then we dive into what's the one thing that's working out of those. And then we just completely zero in on that. Just gave, I think yeah, you just gave my team the entire sauce right now. That's what you do. And, and, and Lyle. I, I think that it helps because if you're able to batch record content, if you guys go to, and I'll give you some information here straight up. If you go to answerthepublic.com, you go to Quora.com, and you find what's trending in your niche. Um, my guys, Brandon and Brandon, are here. They're clients of mine. Amazon Automation is what they're experts at. They run about 300 stores, close to 300 stores for business experts. Yep. And so when we position their sale online, we want to talk about, well, um, here's how you can create income by making another investment in e-commerce. E-commerce is hot right now. Yep. People are talking about cryptos and NFTs and running stores and people are trying to automate everything, which can be a little overboard, but they automate Amazon stores. And so when we approach that topic compared to someone like Aaron Bevins, which his topic is wholesaling, we want to make sure that we pivot and say, well, this is for investors that are looking to diversify into having something that is done for you that provides uh, cash flow every month that you only have to operate 30 minutes or so a week. 
And so we want to make sure that we actually do it different for each client. We met uh, Melanie, who's our hair loss expert in her office yesterday. She's a Scottsdale gal. She runs a company called Yulu RX. So her- These uh, are all clients of yours? These are all clients of ours. So uh, she'll- We'll, we'll send her topics, just like I told you guys. We'll send her trending topics. So you actually do the research and the, the R&D? Yeah. yeah, yeah, my team does oh, all of that. That's interesting. And so we'll send them a spreadsheet oh. of all these things, and then she sends us back the videos we need, and we'll add the captions and the titles and Gary V it up, Guru it up. And um, she's gone viral a bunch of times. 800,000 views, 900,000 views, 300,000 views. Um, Chris Rude, who spoke at your event, he's one of our clients. Beautiful. We, chop up, we chopped up the whole Steve Trang podcast. So if you're out there and you're like, I don't know how to make content. I'm not a singer-songwriter. I'm not crazy Robin Williams like Pat. I would encourage you to like look up what's trending in your niche or even go to the news, the real estate news. You know who's really good at this is Nicole Espinosa. Mm. You know, you know who Nicole I know, is? I know. Her. I and she'll go and she'll yeah. find what's trending. Is she on TikTok? Yeah, Nicole's on Seems Facebook. Seems like everybody's killing on TikTok. And Instagram and on TikTok. She's really good at um, finding what's trending. Um, foreclosures and short sales is what she focuses on. Yep. She'll find what's trending in that niche in her specific uh dialogue of expertise and she'll cover trending topics and trending articles and put the articles on the screen and so there these people are in your network doing this and i gotta tell you guys if you're not doing it now your competition's already doing this and so what you really want to do is find what's trending talk about these things position yourself as an expert so that you're the go-to person in your market for that so like for melanie we do all these hair loss things for women collagen is how you build she's like a scientist she has a whole pharmacy in her uh office like you guys but she has a whole lab and everything and she was running through all these droppers and so i don't understand that but if you explain it to your audience mm -hmm. and help women understand how they can grow their hair back and not feel this anxiety or this uncomfortableness with with how they feel about themselves or how they're judging themselves in the mirror yeah. because you experienced it and you experienced hair loss and you were going bald what you are doing is you are positioning yourself as the expert and the trusted person you're making yourself vulnerable by saying i experienced the same pain you guys experienced mm -hmm. and that's why i developed this company you're winning now. I, uh, I'm going to tell my wife to follow her because I'm telling you, my she's wife great. pays a few grand every couple months to get her hair done. Yeah, you lure our ex. But there's, everybody's got their niche and everybody's got their expertise. You got to right. get on camera and tell people why you're the go-to person. Do you feel like you can help any and all businesses? Absolutely. Like, let's say, like, an archery shop. So an right? archery Like a local shop. business owner who's never been on Facebook or, yeah. or social media. Like, how would, you, how, would, how would you and your team come and help that? So first, what you need to do is you need to craft an offer, right? We need to have an offer. Yep. We're a business, so we need to make money. Um, if you're an archery uh, person, maybe you've got your arrows and you've got your bows. So you want to sell your arrows and your bows. You want to sell them as a bundle, right? Yep. But how are you going to get people in? Well, you're going to show somebody doing it. Maybe you do, you know... Patrick's good at this too. You show the slow motion, he pulls it back, and then it's fast forward when it fits. Boom, come to our shooting range and you pay X amount of dollars per week or per month for a membership to have us coach you through uh, being your 
expert archer. Our experts are trained at showing you safety, um, this and that's great for kids. We have a safe licensed, yeah. um, you know, all of this kind of stuff. You come in and your first one's on us. Yeah, love it. No, I mean, you have uh, an archery. <laughs> no, I just made. That oh, if there's anybody with the, yeah archery. <laughs> yeah, archery's. Hey, we're ready. But that's how I would do it if I was the person. I need an expert. Um, why don't you come in? We'll we'll give you a cut of every person that we bring to you. You can train out of our facility, and let's build a client base of people that buy our products, our bundle and that pay for a subscription model every single month so that we're bringing people in to our physical brick-and-mortar store. By the way, cost of acquisition online has increased so much. We just had this conversation with Melanie Brandon's on the back uh, that people are moving back to brick-and-mortar because it's actually a better cost for acquisitions. For acquisitions. Wow. We're seeing all kinds of market shifts. So again, craft an offer. Build yourself a funnel. I use ClickFunnels. I think that Russell Brunson's ClickFunnels is the best. That's what I use. Set people up for the funnel. Make content that sends them to a call to action into the funnel so that they can see all your offers. They can sign up for the free class, yep. bring the kids. We bring everybody up. And then on the way out, they're buying the safety mechanism. They're pumped for next time. You know who did this really well? Title Boxing. Mm. Title Boxing gives you a free week of workouts and you come in and you punch the bag and you get all revved up and then they close you and they and you sign up can i say something yeah um i just had an epiphany right um just a vision for you yeah uh, people better hire you while they can because at one point you're going to be you're going to be actually asking for a percentage of 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 the sales so they better hire you while 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 they can because at one point yeah you're going to be asking you're not even going to be charging a monthly fee anymore you're going to be right you're going to be taking a percentage because that's how good you're going to be and you already are yeah you're going to be charging a percentage almost a management fee rough shares you get what i'm saying yeah yeah so anybody out there that's listening and looking that you better hire mr pat hilton from uh, acoustic force media while you can for a monthly fee before yeah. before you have to start giving start giving up some rev share with this man because that's that's where your company, God willing, is headed. Um, I would say this coming year. Yeah, and you I know think that I've so. never told you anything that didn't happen. Do, yeah. you, do you guys do consultation calls? For, yeah. So yeah. you just go to acousticforcemedia.com, and we we use ClickFunnels ourselves. So that's why I advocate for it. I met Russell uh, at the same event. I, think we I use met ClickFunnels, right? I met uh, Rachel Peterson and at, and those people always believed in me. He spoke at the 10x2 event. I met him and his wife. Mm -hmm. Incredible people. And so, you know, I go with the people that root for me. I go for the people that are tried and true. They're the experts in the space. And that's the stuff I get behind. And I've noticed that there is a direct correlation between the people with the best products and the best results. And they are generally backed by the best people. Yep. It's directly represented by who are the best people and, I, and I'm, I've been kind of ranting because I'm out here with, with my clients, uh, Brandon and Brandon, who do automation The Brandon's stores. from Wisconsin. Yeah, the Brandon's from Wisconsin. Which we're going to actually have a great conversation yeah. after this. And, and the interesting thing about why they're getting in with all these people, and Josh Snow, Snow. my friend, who I was introduced to you, runs a uh, teeth whitening company yep. with yep. like a billion dollar valuation. Do you think you can help me? I mean, you're pretty white. You got the guru teeth already. He's got guru teeth, folks. But <laughs> Is that what's next for you, by the way? The guru what, guru teeth? teeth? Yeah. Maybe. Who okay. knows? Let's go, Josh. But my thing is, if I can help you guys make a relationship with you him, always do. Then, you bring, then, brother, then you, I win. You always, the one thing I can say about Pat, I, I, 
I'll say this, and and the Brandons probably know this now. If they didn't, you always lead with value. Massive value. Massive value. No, no, really. Like that. That joke <laughs> turned into like reality. Being, yeah, yeah, reality. Right. Like, well, it's true. You you put it's you, you helped me get on the the Bradley podcast. Yep. Um, and we kicked it off, and Brad and I, you know, became friends after that. He's awesome. The guy called me the other day. Talking about you know some um, uh, some some treatment that I got from Grant Cardone's doctor yep. exosomes yep right and I say hey listen man I don't know if you've seen me lately but since the exosomes yeah said, you've I've, lost I've, you've I've, cut I've, weight uh, yeah I've, I've I've gotten in some decent shape so I said I you know I yeah you should and I think he he did it with uh, Gary Brecca um, interesting um, uh, Grant Cardone's doctor right uh, so uh, again you know for Brad to just randomly call me remember we were in a meeting and he just randomly yeah. called me you did that you know yeah. you you definitely facilitated that so uh, the one thing I can say guys whether you hire him as one of your uh, experts uh, marketing experts you know uh, media experts is this man always always serves uh, and he always provides value so uh, definitely get with Mr. Pat. So we went from homeless. Yeah, sleeping in bed. To hold on to 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 a, a, a corner entertainer. Yep. Right. To I remember at Momentum when you literally got so emotional. We were in the VIP room and you said, "You said come here, man." He's like, he's like, I just had my first. Uh, what was it? Um, my first uh, double. Uh, not not six figure, five figure month. Yeah. You're like, I just had my f first five figure month. Remember that? Yeah. We were in the back of Momentum, and then we just hugged it out, you know? So and no more granola bars. You, you remember? He said, <laughs> I remember. Yeah, I was there, yeah. <laughs> He's like, no more protein bars, man. Right? <laughs> Steakhouse every week. No, you didn't say that. But <laughs> He said black pants, baby. But, but yeah, but I remember that. I, I remember that 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 evening, man, and, and I remember how powerful that was, and I told you, I said, hey, man, there's a lot more of that coming your way. Uh, I said, um, you know, your your six your five figure months are gonna at one point, you know, turn. It's gonna turn into a six figure year, and at one point, it's gonna turn into a seven figure, yeah, seven figure year. And I think that's God willing. That's where we're headed, and because of the, the but you gotta get there by everything that you said. Remember, you're like. Brother, attending like all you guys' events, I learned. It you helps. Know, even though I'm not doing anything with real estate, he's like, I'm learning how to scale automate systemize right my business the the systems and the processes train and clients. the train and delegation and all that you yeah. know and i feel like that's what you're implementing it, it, it go it, circling back around to what i said earlier your journey for some reason right everything you're picking up in your journey ends up serving you down yeah. the road right isn't yeah. that crazy yeah and i think that uh it's just a testament to and i said this on the closers olympics to how incredible this real estate community is People want people to win. If you get around the right people, for yes. sure. Yes. Yeah. Like I said, I mean, I just happened to have this on as an undershirt today. Ricardo Rosales. But now I'm, I'm repping Ricardo. I mean, Ricardo has always put me on. Yeah. I did an event. Uh, Houston. Years ago yeah. in Houston. And, um, you know, uh, some of the negotiations leaving that event didn't go well um, with regards to me being paid. And uh, Ricardo called me and was like, hey, man, you know, blah, blah, blah. I know you texted me about this and um, I'll just pay you. He, he, he's a. I'll just, that, I'll just that, pay that you right now amazing because I, I don't know what your agreement was. Yeah. I, I was not a part of that agreement, but I don't do business like this. Mm -hmm. so I'm just going to pay you. Mm -hmm. what, what, what was the fee? Yeah. And then handled wow. over. Says That's what. No more problem. Yep. Never even met the guy. And, and, that, and that that's, that's, that's who me. Ricardo Rosales is, and that's why 
we love him. Like he's in. Yeah. I went to oh, that yeah. Houston event because you, you were there. there. You oh, really? Yeah. So yeah, it's, just, it's just. Oh, this was a couple of years prior. Yeah, but yeah. This last... then he hired me to do MCs at his own yeah. events. Yeah, but Brad yeah. Lee but there was there. He spoke. You spoke. Yeah. Right. So this so, was years yeah. later. And that's the power He's of relationships. Still putting me on. That's the power yeah. of relationships. Like I think everybody in the uh, wholesale industry has, if they want a good solid event, right? Yeah. They they. they, they they yeah, brought they bring you on. I remember. I think you did uh, Real Advisors. Uh, yeah, with Domar, with and, Domar and Lee Carney. In Didn't you make a jingle for them? Yeah, yeah. yeah. In fact, uh, Tim Bratz and and Domar and Lee, they actually flew me down to Tampa, Florida, and I trained with this guy who was like this killer, like speaker coach. I had never had any training about on the, speaking. Uh, the Asian guy. I don't remember. No, it was like, oh, I'm killing it right now. I'm Francis? dropping it. Mark no. Vanderfurth or something. He's on my page. I'll find him. Yeah, because um, we, we met one of their, their guys at a, at a mastermind. So I just thought it was the same guy. Oh, uh, Francis. Um, but uh, Francis. those guys even invested in, in training me, in training me to be good at this. I'll have to find him on there. That's all good. Um, but in training me to be really, really good at introductions and stuff so that I was a little more business corporate rather than like you know you, little you, john you, you've gone <laughs> you've gone you've gotten so i mean man from the first time that you hosted our event to this last time uh which was momentum like you just you've been crushing it yeah like it was right it was yeah. amazing amazing Night and day. freedom was you you it crushed was freedom the energy in you that room freedom. was just nuts yeah and i think that that's the thing is like when you get around people that are aligned with you it's like what you said about uh the videos that you were posting even though um you know they're they're from the internet they're aligned with your message mm -hmm. when you get a whole bunch of people that want to be successful that want to win in a room and you put people up on that stage that can fuel that desire inside them it is an explosive combination it's like a collision course yeah and so uh, with this community that you guys have created um branching out and i've told you this too from the real estate niche branching out into this universal become a business person I think become that's, a motivator that's what we do. Yeah. become a um expert become an industry leader at whatever you are we rarely talk real estate i right? think that that's where you guys are pivoting towards is way more of like a universal tony robbins sure. style of execution rather than just you know learn the nuts and bolts of a real estate business we talk real estate when people pay us what which no, is fine <laughs> which is fine they should yeah. pay for the yeah. education because it's worth yeah. it but at the same time i'm seeing a pivot yeah from like you said on the on the thrive stage and this has happened for me too from just being a singer songwriter to being a you know real leader in marketing and mm -hmm. media yeah. because it's marketing and media that got me on those stages yeah just as much as it was the guitar yeah i think it's important to for events uh to not only have the universal you know entrepreneur events where everybody gets motivated but to have those events of application and right. that's why like i would never want to like do motivational events let's just call it motivation only events, only without the how-to because yeah. at that point i feel like you're not serving the people on how to do it because there's a lot of talented people they just don't have the the strategy and the formula yeah, the nuts and bolts yep. my, my intention personally me and I, I think i can speak for him too i don't think our intention was ever to get uh boxed in to put ourselves in a box no. a real estate box ever 
And I think people see that now. You know, they, they see what some of the I think that's what I liked about doing, it right? from the get-go. It was way more universal to me. For sure. That's why I felt called to be a part of it. Yeah. Because it was like, well, this is way more about like spiritual and, and living your yep. dreams yep. and never giving up. And it's like, dude, that's me. Yeah. These guys, I vibe with these guys, you yeah. know? Like, I'm not somebody who's going to like probably walk through houses. I need a house for my family, but that's about it. Yeah. But like, it's so much bigger than just making money on houses your vibe does attract your tribe i mean with the with all the events you've been to especially specifically real estate you probably could build a, a seven-figure real estate business. hey you never know it <laughs> might happen i might come for all you guys in a couple of years well, you've gone to like every and major event or mastermind yeah. like but i think that um i think that just like anyone who wants to be an expert in their space i take what applies to what i love to do and what i'm good at and i apply it to that to make it better rather than try and like jump ship and try and like sell 10 different things or be 10 different things it's like i'm still pat from the block you know i'm still doing what i love to do i'm still making my content i'm a viral marketer that's what i do it's i love what your, i sell I love your stuff, yeah. it's what i'm an expert at and so you know we see it so many times now where somebody's a the, you're the greens guy one week and you're the cbd guy the next week and now you're the crypto punk expert it's like what are you yeah <laughs> and i think that that's what has separated you guys too uh wholesaling real estate is your vehicle for financial freedom and then the motivation and the mindset and the family and the hustle is what provides that vehicle with its with its fuel yeah or else the or it's just a vehicle that's empty with no gas but the mindset and the family and the hustle and the grit and the team building and the systems and the processes that's what puts gas in the tank and makes that thing take off that's why the business is successful absolutely absolutely yeah it's a collective of things you know what i'm saying so, so let, but you stay in your lane too I was just gonna say, what does a year from now look like? Gonna say, what does twenty twenty? Yeah, what? Look yeah, like? what does it look like? What does twenty twenty two look like for acoustic I force think, uh, media? It's very important to to get it out sometimes because you never know who's listening. And, and, and you know, and it all aligns. One, yeah. one thing, one thing that I, one thing that I felt compelled to tell you earlier, um, with everything that you're doing and everything that you've been through, yeah. right? For you, it's one something that our mentor actually taught us. Um, you know, continue to set the intentions, right, and release expectations continue continue to set those continue to set the intentions and release all expectations you know right and i feel like that you've been good at that right and continue to do that right because if you set specific expectations right you 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 may be let down yeah you know? and, and that's just part of the process set those intentions release expectations let god take the wheel you know right. that's what you've been really good at so continue to do that in 2022 if that makes yeah. any sense i think in 2022 you know i just uh i focus on you know saying staying sober um taking care of my girls mm -hmm. um focus on just over delivering to our client base um we're launching uh our training uh it's called the iconic messengers training and it's starting off strictly for our clients with what i just taught you guys on here is here's here's what you can do in your niche when we're not cutting down your stuff you should still try and be posting and getting better on camera and here's what you guys should do we're gonna have weekly calls and it's exclusively for clients 
Beautiful. Because I think that if I can prove that it works for the people that are that are growing me and growing my business, then I can I can start to pivot and I can put on my own events and bring people in, set yeah. up a green screen Beautiful. and have them walk away with content that they can post and being an expert. I want to help people go from being scared to be on camera and scared to be on stage to being KO artists. Love it. They go up there and they know what they know. They know why you should choose them. They know the solutions and they're going to provide it to you. Instead of being like, oh, I don't know. TikTok's just for kids. No, dude. No, you need to be huge. on camera yeah. and you're making an excuse to avoid it. You know, Stop. You know, you know what I love? That's, I think, the next level of yeah. this. So, so many people have so much to offer and give. And yet, you know, those limited beliefs is holding them back from shining their light, mm. right? Like I know, I know a handful of people that have so much to offer and yet they don't want to put themselves out there. Why do you think that is, by the way? Um, so I think it goes back to what I said before is um, we all want to show up as positive and successful every day in the world and winning in the world. And, and when you're criticized or you're not so hot at something, it hurts and no one wants to fail in front of people mm -hmm. so they just don't try yeah. well if i don't put it out there then nobody can say anything nobody can criticize me nobody can tell me i suck nobody can tell me i got a double chin or my eyebrows aren't perfect or or my, my eyelashes aren't perfect or you know uh, you know like melanie our client was so afraid for so many years to to step into her power because she was losing her hair she wasn't going to be doing stuff on camera, but now she's powerful. She found a solution. She's empowering women. There you go. She's shining so her light. I think that it's important for us all to remember that those vulnerabilities, like I never wanted to tell that story ever. I've never told the truth about why I got sober until this podcast because mm -hmm. it's uncomfortable. You know, it was it was a it was a tool bag move for me to to do that that night. Let's just be real. What were you thinking? First and foremost, <sighs> where did you get this car? You didn't live in California, did you? I lived in California. So that you had this is a car you owned. Yeah. You owned a car. Was it your van? So this was a couple years later where my wife was working. I was playing a bunch of gigs. So I had gone from the guy at the farmers market to a full time gigging musician. Mm -hmm. It was paying the rent doing it, mm -hmm. which everyone said that was impossible too, yeah. mm -hmm. right? So then I released an album that year. I played a bunch of conferences. I think I was just feeling a little big that night, right? That I had happens. gotten, I think I had just gotten my first digital contract, which I think was with Ryan Harper. Like I said, I was feeling pretty big that night and you know, I, I popped a couple hot ones. And what were you drinking that night? Straight Jameson. Was that your go-to? That was everything I always drank. Yeah. Straight. Like straight? Straight. No ice. Yeah. Savage. Jesus. Straight, no ice. Um, and so you can imagine that I didn't uh, test high on the sobriety scale that night. And But uh, you know what? God, God had a plan, and I had already committed to pivoting digital. Um, I had just gotten my first deal, and I think I felt big that night, felt unstoppable, like my shit didn't stink. And guess what happened? I got my ass knocked out. Mm-hmm. I walked right into the punch, 100% my fault. It was a stupid move. My wife and kid were out of town. God, you know, God willing, they weren't around. Jeez. And so, you know, I, I got stopped that night, you know. Was Uber around back then? Yeah, but I played in Laguna Beach, which was about an hour and a half from my house. Wow. Mm -hmm. yeah. 
because like I said, Paul Hennessy was the only guy that would book me. So he had a La Jolla location and he had a Dana Point and a Laguna Beach location. And so like Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, like those, I had to drive to get to those gigs. And so once I confirmed that deal, uh, I was like, I felt big. I felt like, uh, oh, it won't happen you ma- to me. You made it. Or, Again, no, I got this, dude. No. $1,000 a month. Woo! Felt real big. And I got humbled very quickly. How much would an Uber have cost you? Probably a couple hundred bucks. It probably would have costed more than I made that night on the gig. All right. How much did that mistake cost you? Way too much. Hopefully that's a message for anybody out there listening, you know, because way I've seen much. this I've seen this way Fortunate. too many times. I've seen this way too many times. You want to go full circle? I still can't drive until January. You're My license there. has been suspended for three straight years. So this like in a month, like fifteen days? Yeah. Yeah. You gonna celebrate with some water? We're going Fiji water, man. I went hard on the Fiji the other night, yo. Lost you probably my, were, lost you were probably my voice. pissing a lot. Lost were, my yeah. voice to that Meek Mill. <laughs> the, the dreams and night, the dreams and nightmares. Every, yeah. Okay, so if you guys come to Scottsdale and you go out to these places, you can't talk to people. You have to scream, yeah. which is why my voice is kind of shot today. And um, they play this Meek Mill song. Every bar on the whole place plays the same song. Yeah, the whole at let like, me finish. Yeah. At like yeah. one twenty. Every single Because everybody's night. wired. And the whole place turns into like... Uh, a zoo, like, a zoo. It turns into like... You remember that cover for that album, Eternal 1999? Bone it Thugs? It was a Bone Thugs record? Yeah. Like, that's that's what the place turns into. Well, that was a, that was a dead land. It was... Yeah, but I mean, it's just like, we're going full. Yeah. All the way Full out. throttle. Full throttle. Yeah. The crossroads have You went full throttle? Did you go full throttle? Well, yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm bouncing. Yeah. I'm bouncing too. You went nuts. So you were drunk on water and, and yeah. you were high off life. I'm just high on high, high on family, life. God, and hustle. Bone marrow, granola bars, and Fiji water. Let's go. But listen, guys, I mean, when you're happy and you're fulfilled and, and you're in alignment and you're living your dreams, you don't need any of that shit, man. All you need is life. Because... Mm. When they take when they take your wedding ring off and they set it in a bucket and you get one phone call, dude, all you want is your freedom. Mm. I feel that. All you want is your freedom back. Fortunately for me, you know, I didn't hurt anybody or anybody. I only hurt myself running a stop sign or whatever they claim I did. Um, but it ended up being the biggest gift. Because I know this happens to a lot of people and they just don't talk about it. Just like I haven't really told that story. I don't want to talk about that. It's embarrassing. It was, again, and I will say it, it was a tool bag move. But dude, I'm so much better because of it. I asked for certain things. And because that bad thing happened, all those things I asked for came true. I love it. And the license or the gigs or any of that stuff that, that I didn't have wasn't going to affect the end result that I was going to get. And I still got that end result anyway. Mm-hmm. Are, so you, there, are you excited just, about next month? Absolutely. You can drive the kids around. Are you going to buy like a minivan? What do we you already plan? did. Okay. There you go. <laughs> See, I knew it. You looked like the you Hey, those like Honda the Odysseys are V8s. Watch out. Watch out. With hashtag, the sliding doors. Hashtag right? guru shit. Let's go. That's awesome. <laughs> well, uh, you know what? A last message to the camera, right? Well, yeah. How do you, what do you always say? All right, Pat. So I want you go. to just, uh, you know, f- 
rewind, yeah, you know, a handful of years back, four or five years to to that moment where you felt like you hit rock bottom and all the pain in the world was you were feeling that and you felt like there was no uh, no light in that moment. And I want you to look into the camera, talking to yourself from the past, and just give him the best loving advice that the current you would tell the old Pat. That's tough, isn't it? Yeah. I want you to feel just how you felt, where you were at. What would you tell that guy? Um, you knew it would come to this. You knew it would come to this. Um, you've relied on these things in your life to get you through. And now you're in this situation because they got the best of you again. You're going to get through this. You're going to have another baby? Rachel Peterson, who's been through this, is going to be your coach. And you're going to build a six-figure media agency off of this pain. So just feel it. And understand that this is happening for a reason. This is not a punishment. This is a gift. This is a blessing. They're going to put your ass through the ringer. But you're going to come out the other side better. Because you asked for this. It's not how you pictured it, that, that things are going to come to life for you. But they are because you asked for this to happen. You just didn't know that this is how it was going to be. So get your ass back up. Make the calls that you need to make. Do everything that is required. And it's all going to pan out. Because once again, you asked for certain results and, and this is what was bestowed upon you so that you can become the person that's going to get those results. So embrace it and just understand that this is how it's got to be so that you can teach people the real stuff on the other side of the struggle. So don't quit. No excuses. Let's go. Thank you, brother. Thank you. Guys, another amazing episode. Pat, thank you. Thank you, guys. The timing I appreciate was beautiful it. and perfect. You, and, uh, you know, we're we here to support you. Appreciate you, know, you from guys. From now until the end of uh, this experience. Yep. Thank Thanks. You. Love you, brother. Let's appreciate go. you guys. See you guys next week.